Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, Your Bookstore Besties. I'm Becky. And I'm Rachel. Hi. Hi, Rachel. Welcome Hi, back. Hi, Becky. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Good to you. Hear your cute voice. I know you too. I miss you every mm, week. You. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your fun fact? Because okay, you know so what? My... We forgot we forgot fun facts last week with my friend I Bert. know. I realized like in the middle of recording, but I didn't want to like, you know, mess up the flow. So oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure everyone will live without a fun fact for this they week. They will live. <laughs> um, so my fun fact is that I have a display up at the <gasps> store that uh-huh. I'm actually very proud of. Okay, what's it about? So basically, um, how we do displays is um, we come up with some ideas every month. Some of them mm-hmm. are kind of consistent ideas. Yeah. Some of them we completely change. And I had an idea for like, we have three front tables in the store that are kind of small. Mm-hmm. And I was like, instead of coming up with three unique ideas, why don't we just do one idea that was kind of cohesive, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I just thought that was a good idea. So yeah. my thing that I wanted to do was um, have an adaptations display with oh. with TV and movies that yeah. are based on books uh-huh. coming out soon. So I, I made that and I'm very proud of it. And how it is, is one of the tables is TV shows. Mm-hmm. So you have like the other black girl, which is coming mm-hmm. out yep. and all the light we cannot see mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. And then you also have um, the middle table, which is more current movies out right now mm-hmm. because it's right in the middle. Um, I thought it would be, you know, a good you know, focus point. So mm-hmm. we have Dracula, which is the last voyage of the Demeter, which came out in August. And then Halloween party, which is actually haunting in Venice, the new mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Agatha Christie movie. And then the exorcists came out and then killers of the flower moon is coming out next month. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So those are all of the, those ones. And then, Oh, also I forgot on the um, other TV display. We also have lessons in chemistry, which is coming out in October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Fall of the House of Usher, which is coming to Netflix in October, mm-hmm. and um, Good Omens, which is kind of an ongoing thing. Mm, right, right. And then the other table is <laughs> is uh, movies that are coming out later in the year. So mm-hmm. Out of Songbirds and Snakes, mm-hmm. um, Eileen by Otessa Moshveg is coming mm-hmm. out, um, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, which is Wonka, mm-hmm. and then Color Purple. So those are the books I chose. And then for the ones that aren't like super matching titles so like obviously bout of songbirds and snakes like you yeah. know that that's bout of songbirds mm-hmm. and snakes but like dracula which is the movie's last words of the demeter for for those ones i printed out little tiny movie posters to hang oh, in front cute. of the in front of the piles of books mm-hmm. so i actually think it's it's doing really well people have been stopping and like yeah. looking at them um so i'm hoping that it's a kind of reoccurring display maybe after the holidays because during the holidays we have other stuff so that's a very long fun fact but i just wanted to tell you um, i like it as always yeah i love your work so (laughs) thank you big fan of my work i'm a big fan of your work (laughs) okay 
<laughs> what's what's your fun fact, Becky? Um, so today I started training again for a gobble jog, um, like a Thanksgiving gobble jog that I do with my brothers and sometimes my mom and my friend Troy on Thanksgiving Day. So mm-hmm. uh, ran around the neighborhood. Like the first week is like walk walk <laughs> for like three minutes and then jog for sixty seconds, and it was a little tough. And I realized, um, you know, like I just bought a house. I'm new to the neighborhood, so I have to master the art of the like neighbor wave. You know, oh, like. No. Because I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm used to living in apartments or, you know, running on nature trails or whatever. And I got to be like, make sure you like do the bright eyes and like the the little neighbor wave when you go by because they're going to see like a little plus size woman jogging through the neighborhood. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta get a good be non-threatening so. and friendly. Exactly. So um, it was hard. It was hot. So that's why I'm I'm talking to you oh, wet gosh. from the shower. So yeah, Becky, we're recording on um what are we using today? Um it's Teams. Okay. And so I get to see her right now and she mm-hmm. is donning a very nice towel. Yes. Um <laughs> on her head, not the rest of her body. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so what are we talking about today, Becky? Um, so today um, we're doing an episode all about books that are coming out that we really want to read um, that we haven't read because they're coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, pretty pretty easy topic for us. Don't don't really have to prep a whole lot because we just have to you know what what tickles our fancy, what sounds good to us. We're busy, we ladies. Read, so. All right, we're we're, we're giving you the best content we can. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the best content out there. <laughs> Oh, anyways, um, how many did you end up doing? I ended up doing five. Uh Now I tried to stick with ones that are mostly coming out this year, but there is one that's coming out the beginning of next year. That Yeah, I have one next year too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we might have one in common. I might be wrong though. Oh, I don't think we do. You don't think we have any in common? No, I tried, I tried really hard to get stuff we've never (laughs) talked about. Okay. Well, I have one that we've talked about, and I'm just going to go first with it then. Okay, go ahead. It's because Sarah it's... J. Mass. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sarah J. Mass is coming out Ju- uh, January 30th, so oh, okay, I, yeah. I didn't do any past the beginning of January. Um, Iron Flame is coming out in November. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yeah, so uh, that's one I thought you would pick. But That is the sequel to Fourth Wing if yes. you didn't remember. so Secret to Fourth Wing, which we're hoping – I mean, I can't really tell you what, what it's about as at least in the synopsis, because I don't want to spoil anything, but basically yeah. we're going to find out important things about mm-hmm. stuff that things. is happening or not. Wait, okay. Uh, did you know that that's supposed to be a five book series? I did know that. I didn't know that. It's too much. It's too much. Okay. You're coming from the Sarah J Mass universe. That's not too Yeah. It's like 16 books. It's like 16 and her, books and Rebecca Yaris's first book was pretty thin. It was like 400 pages max. Right. I guess I read it on the ebook, so I don't know. Okay, well, this one says 640, so I'm a little oh, worried. Fun. Okay, cool. Um, but no, the first one, how first one was 528. I'm just terrible at estimating book sizes, I guess. Me too, especially because, like, I you know, I'm also listening to audiobooks and reading ebooks, which are different from the physical books. So I literally have no concept of book pages, like, I don't yeah, know. That's true. <laughs> Um, yeah. all I like is the tagline, uh, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. read the synopsis, but the tagline, which doesn't give any, anything away is it says the first year is when some of us lose our lives. The second <laughs> year is when the rest of us lose our humanity. Oh gosh. That's, That's a great. good line though. <laughs> I know. And I can't say who says it cause it's a yeah thing. Um, mm. so yeah, that's probably my m- most anticipated one for the rest of the year. Um, mm-hmm. just because fourth wing did get me out of a pretty hefty reading slump. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I crawled right back into it, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. So neither here nor there. Um, All right. So what's my your first, first book is actually one I'm currently reading. It's an arc. It comes out October 3rd um, next week. So at the date of this recording, it'll come out next Tuesday. But it's by it is called Starling House by Alex E. Harrow. Oh. And I really think that you would like it because you like spooky houses or creepy yeah. houses. Um, it's a grim and gothic new tale from author Alexi e. Harrow about a small town haunted by secrets that can't stay buried in the sinister house that sits at the crossroads of it all. Eden, Kentucky is just another dying bad luck town known only for the legend of East Starling, the reclusive 19th century author and illustrator who wrote The Underland and disappeared. Before she vanished, Starling House appeared, but everyone agrees that it's best to let the uncanny house and its lost, lonely heir, Arthur Starling, go to rot. Opal knows that better than to mess with haunted houses or brooding men, but an unexpected job offer <laughs> might be a chance to get her brother out of Eden. Too quickly, though, Starling House starts to feel dangerously like something she's never had, a home. Creepy. Uh, so, And I wrote creepy house trope, which I know Rachel loves. That's my little note. Yes. So, I've been yes. talking about creepy house trope multiple times this week, actually. It's really funny oh, you really? bring that up. Because hmm. it's something that I I think for the first time I've realized it on the podcast and have since then been like perpetuating that to customers. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. well, if you liked this book, this is also another creepy house book. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Home Before Dark is creepy house. Death of Mrs. Mm-hmm. Westway is creepy house. Even Turn of the Key is creepy house. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca creepy house. Uh, Death of Jane Lawrence creepy house. So mm-hmm. at this point, creepy house is my thing. I so I, I actually it. have an arc of this. So maybe I oh, should read it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is it is it horror? Because it says it's horror. Like, are you scared? Um, not, right now I'm more like they keep mentioning weird things. I'm like, what? Like I <laughs> what? <laughs> like I'm very confused at this point, but I'm like, it's all gonna come together and I'm gonna get it at the end. So we're still in the beginning stages. Like I think I'm like four okay. chapters in. So yeah. Okay. Will keep Mm -hmm. us up to date. Absolutely. Okay. So my next one is one that no one is probably on no one's anticipated books list. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm always here to bring you books that maybe you haven't heard of. So Mm -hmm. last year I read a book called Moon of the Crusted Snow. And it might sound familiar to you. It was a pick for me at the store. I read it with my friend Amanda. Shout out Amanda. Mm -hmm. Um. And it is a post-apocalyptic thriller from a um, indigenous uh, mm. writer named Wabashig okay. Rice. And it's about this Ashkenabe. Uh, sorry, I think I mispronounced it. Ashkenazi? No. Anishinaabe? I, I'm not. Oh. I'm, I'm doing a terrible pronunciation, I'm sure. I'm sorry. But um, an indigenous community that um, basically is cut off from the world and receives... Um, notice that there's basically an apocalypse happening elsewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And so they start to lose access to their food supply and water and people start to panic. And then um, soon after an unexpected visitor arrives that he says he escaped the city um, and he needs, um, you know, somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, very creepy. I would say it's more of a thriller than horror, but it okay. has, a, you know, parts of both dystopian, very like, you know, they're cut off from the world type yeah. thing. And I would say it was very unsettling. And 
that book I've always, you know, thought would do well with a sequel. Well, guess what? <gasps> There's a sequel. It has a sequel. It's coming out October 10th. And okay. it's called Moon of the Turning Leaves. Mm-hmm. And it's about 10 years following the blackout and collapse mm-hmm. of society. What has happened um, okay. in, in that time? So that's that's the sequel. I'm very excited about that. Um I would recommend Moon of the Crosses. Now, if you're looking for a book that you've never heard of, a book that's going to be good, short. It was very short, actually. It was like 200 pages. Oh, okay. Um, That's short. Definitely. Yeah. So very looking forward to that one. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, My next one, I'm cheating a little bit, but this is my podcast, so I do what I want. But um, (laughs) this is a book called Of Gods and Gangsters by Jonathan Thompson, and it's available for free on Kindle. Um, It was written by my friend's husband. Um, The author, Jonathan, is a huge Greek history uh, mythology buff. So, like, he even traveled to Greece to, like, learn more about – you know, ancient Greek, Greece. Um, so it says, join the gods and heroes of Greek mythology in an alternative prohibition era America. Follow intrepid private investigator Theseus as he weaves his way through a complex labyrinth of lies, blackmail, and murder. When shipping magnet Minos goes missing, his daughter Ariadne hires Theseus to find him. Unfortunately, Minos is tied into the ongoing gang war between Trojans and the Arachians, each vying for supremacy over Olympia City. But all is not what it seems, and a larger player behind the scenes is pulling the strings. Um, if it's, and it is on Goodreads, so if you're worried about like a self-published book, um, it is on Goodreads, so you could track your reading. Um, okay. I haven't read it yet, but I really want to read it, and the cover is really, really cool. So take a look at that. Uh, it's already out and it's free on Kindle. And what's the author's name? Uh, his name His name is Jonathan Thompson. Jonathan Thompson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I love that you're supporting, you know, your friends and mm-hmm. local authors in a way. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So my third one is Throne of the Fallen by Carrie Maniscalco. Uh, now, okay. That name should be familiar mm-hmm. because I'm a big fan of her series. Um, I mean, she has two famous series, uh, Stalking Jack, Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. is one, which is uh, a source of a funny conversation I remember <laughs> Becky and I having because I was like, have you heard of Carrie Miscalco? She did Stalking Jack the Ripper. And Becky says, oh, no, that's not my thing at all. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't think that's right, falling in love with Jack the Ripper. I was like, no, it's about someone who's trying to figure out who it is. It's like a detective story. And she's like, oh, okay. I thought it was a romance between Jack the Ripper. I was like, nope, pass. I draw the line no. Definitely not a romance. But she did another series, which is called Kingdom of the Wicked, mm-hmm. which is you know paranormal romance fantasy for Mm -hmm. technically YA but the third book was really pushing adults and I talked about that and what do you know this book Throne of the Fallen is labeled as adult so I think she finally fully went there and so I think this is going to be a really fun one so I'm going to read the um before you is this is a new series or is it series okay okay it's a new series, but it's based on two characters from the previous series, which is very odd because hmm. this is what I'm saying, Becky. I knew it was too adult for YA. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this is a spinoff series that's in a different age yeah, category is yeah. very telling. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Okay, so it's, um, these are the wicked names the Prince of Envy welcomes. They remind him what he isn't, a saint. And when a cryptic note arrives, signaling the beginning of a deadly game, he knows he'll be called much worse before it ends. Love a deadly game. Um, riddles, hexed objects, anonymous players, nothing will stand in his way. With a powerful artifact and his own future at stake, Envy is determined to win, though none of his materials meticulous plans excuse me prepare him for her the frustrating artist who ignites his passion like no other mm-hmm. and then it follows um miss camilla antonius uh learns after one desperate mistake allows notorious rake and legend lord philip philip vexley to va- to black i can't speak <laughs> lord philip vexley to blackmail her and now it seems vexley isn't the only scoundrel interested in securing her talents as a painter um, she's forced to enter a devil's bargain with Waverly Green's newest arrival, enigmatic Lord Ashford Sinton. A little, little expecting his game will awaken his true nature, her true nature. So, hmm. basically, fantasy, romance, yeah, adult, yeah. paranormal. I'm into it. I don't think I will get an arc at this point because I've been waiting and nothing has arrived. Oh, it's very right. sad. So I'm gonna have to buy this and read it for the first time, like everyone <laughs> well, else. We have to um, buy it like October, a poor person. <laughs> I know. October 3rd, it comes out. Okay. So, okay. Next so very week. Soon. Cool. Okay. So I'm, I'm, that's probably my second most anticipated book. Awesome. Okay. The next one I'm really excited about. I'm very, very excited about. It's called The Woman and Me by a little known person, uh, Britney Spears. Um, oh, it is yeah. her biography, her memoir. It comes out October 24th. And I cannot wait to listen to the audiobook. I hope it's done in her voice. They usually always do it in their own voice. So I'm really hoping that... I can get the audiobook. I doubt, I bet at the library it's going to be, it's probably going to be weeks, but um, I'm very excited. I mean, you're in your celebrity memoir era. Really. I am. I am. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people are looking forward to that one to mm-hmm. see what kind of secrets she reveals. What's the hot goss? I want to know the hot goss. <laughs> you read Paris's, right? I did. Paris. I really loved, loved it. it. Like, yeah, I, I can't stop thinking about it. Every time I see that and I see a lot of interviews with her now mm-hmm. where she talks like in a normal voice yeah. and it will switch to her like ditzy voice uh-huh, because uh-huh. that was what her brand was mm-hmm. and like how smart she is and yeah. good at marketing. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next one, um, also October 10th, so very soon, is mm-hmm. Swordcatcher by Cassandra Clare. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of intrigued by that one. But she, her books are so thick that I'm just like, I don't know. This one's 590 pages. Okay. So could be worse. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this one because to me, it sounds like it's disconnected from her other series. And the yeah, drawback does, I've always uh-huh. felt with her is that you have to read city of bones you have to read the clockwork yeah. before the other ones so this one sounds kind of removed from it okay i'm so, pretty sure it's a different a whole different world yeah it says two outcasts find themselves at the center of world altering change in the start of a riveting epic fantasy series from cassandra clare um, vibrant city state of castellane the richest of nobles and the most debauched of criminals have one thing in common the constant search for wealth power and the next hedonistic thrill Kel is an orphan stolen from the life he knew to become the sword catcher, the body double of a royal heir, Prince Connor Aurelian. He has been raised alongside the prince, trained in every aspect of combat and statecraft. He and Connor are, cl- are close as brothers, but Kel knows he has one destiny to die for Connor. No other future is possible. Lynn Castor is 
one of the Ashkar, a small community who still possess magical abilities. By law, they must live behind walls in the city, but Lynn, a physician, ventures out to tend to the sick and dying of Castellane. Despite her skills, she cannot heal her best friend Miriam without access to forbidden knowledge. After a failed assassination attempt brings Lynn and Kel together, they are drawn into the web of the mysterious ragpicker king, the criminal ruler of Castellane's underworld. He offers them each of what they want most, but as they descend into the world of intrigue and shadow, they discover a conspiracy of cor- corruption that re- that corruption. reaches from the I know, reaches from the darkest gutters of Castellane to the highest tower of its palaces. As long kept secrets begin to unravel, they must ask themselves: Is knowledge worth the price of betrayal? Can forbidden love bring down a kingdom? And will Lynn and Kel's discovery plague their nation into war and the world and the world into chaos? So very intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I just um got an idea. I just got an idea for a game we could play. Um I'm thinking like a fantasy story mad libs. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Yeah. (laughs) We have to make up the fantasy names. Sword catcher, like you just throw different nouns, you know. Whatever. (laughs) Sword catcher. Making um making YA sounding fantasy novels a blank mm-hmm. of blank and blank. a blank of blank a blank of blank and blank <laughs> a tale of murder and trickery exactly you know? <laughs> okay so that's my that's my fourth pick okay my fourth pick is the fury by alex michaelides it comes no! out january is that yours too that's my last one you mm, that's my last one <laughs> that's so funny um I by Jan- it comes out January 16th of 2024, <laughs> which is funny because in my head, I was like, 2024, that's two years from now. I literally don't know what year it is. You don't know what year it is. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, so this is what it says about it. This is a tale of murder, or maybe that's not quite true. At its heart, it's a love story, isn't it? Lana Farrar is a reclusive ex-movie star and one of the most famous women in the world. Every year, she invites her closest friends to escape the English weather and spend Easter on her idyllic private Greek island. I tell you this because you may think you know this story. You probably read about it at the time. It caused a real stir in the tabloids. If you remember, it had all the necessary ingredients for a press celebrity, a private island cut off the wind. I think I missed a word. And a murder. (laughs) We found ourselves trapped there overnight. Our old friendships concealed hatred and a desire for revenge. What followed was a game of cat and mouse, a battle of wits full of twists and turns, building to an unforgettable climax. The night ended in violence and death as one of us was found murdered. That's my audiobook voice. Did you like it? I loved it. Um, To be fair, I'm reading the same thing you did. And it does say it had all the necessary ingredients for a press, a celebrity, a private island. Okay, so I didn't F up. (laughs) No, you did not. You did because you picked mine. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it looks like a really good, like a fun mystery thriller. Um, And I know you've praised his other, but the patient, is that the silent patient? Sound patient yeah, that he sound wrote. Patient I liked. I didn't read mm-hmm. the maidens yet. Um, I do actually have an arc of this that came in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm excited about this one. Hashtag um, bookseller quirks, perks, not quirks. Quirks, also quirks. Yes, I guess um, I'll well, go with my last I mean, one. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I guess you can do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my last book is called Pomegranate Gate by Ariel Kaplan. Comes out September 26. Which is actually, I think, today, the day of recording. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is the first of a series of books that they're calling Inquisition 
era Jewish epic fantasy. And it's pitched as a book for people who were fans of like Shannon Chakraborty's City of Brass. So someone who loved those books would, would love this. Toba Perez can speak but not shout. She can walk but not run. She can write with both hands in different languages, but has not had a formal education. The only treasure Toba has dared to keep is a precious star sapphire set in a necklace she must never take off. Naftali Crocus sees things that aren't real and dreams things that are. He is a well-trained tailor, but a middling one, and he is risking his life to smuggle a strange family heirloom, a centuries-old book he must never read and must never lose. The Queen of Sepharad has ordered all Jews to convert or be exiled with nothing. Taba, Naphtali, and thousands of others are forced to flee their homes. Taba, accidentally separated from their caravan of refugees, stumbles through a strange pomegranate grove into the magical realm of the Maziks, mythical, terrible beings with immense power. There she discovers latent abilities that put her in the crosshairs of bloodthirsty immortals, but may be key to her survival. On the other side of the gate, Naphtali, intent on rescuing Toba, finds his new companions harbor dangerous secrets of their own. Now hunted by an inquisition in both worlds, Taba and Naphtali must unravel ancient histories and ancient magics in order to understand the link between the two realms more than their own lives might be at stake. Brimming with folkloric wonder, the pomegranate gate weaves history, myth, and magic into an exquisite tale of fate, legacy, and friendship that will leave readers spellbound. So I think that sounds really cool. Nice. I mean, you yeah. love a good uh, chakravorty fantasy. Yeah. I know you. Inquisition was the 1500s, the 1400s. Sorry, I don't remember. But um, that's a, <laughs> a time in history I, really don't, I don't know much about. So it'll be cool to get a fantasy aspect of, of that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Well, happy publication day to it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, so we'll have to see when we can do the next episode because I'm gone this weekend. Yes, Rachel has her bachelorette party, which I'm super, super excited about. I'm going to miss it, but um, I think there's going to be some fun surprises, which I'm really excited about. So, Oh, gosh, yeah, I know I'm being surprised. I don't know by what. Um, <laughs> I know there's a group chat without me, <laughs> so they're doing things. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. I know generally what we're going to do. Um, yeah. You know, some of the days, like when we get there Friday, we're going to go on the train ride at, at three. We have some, uh, you know, eating places we want to go yeah, to. Yeah. Um, we're going to do like an escape room, but that is literally <gasps> oh, all fun. I know. Oh, okay. so nothing else. I send photos. Do. <laughs> yes, it will do. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. Um, hopefully we'll be here next week. We'll see. <laughs> um, and every book we mentioned is going to be in the show notes. So whatever you're listening to this on, there should be show notes that you can see all the books that we mentioned. And also leave us a comment on Instagram. Say something nice to us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening as always. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at your bookstore besties please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.